Hello and welcome back to Booked Out. I'm your host Amy. I'm Rhiannon. I'm Jody. Jody is new this week. This is so exciting. Well, like we've been talking about getting her on the show, but this is her first time. Well, on air with us. Yeah. You've been on air before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, tell us a little bit about yourself, Jody. Um, I'm Jody. I just recently started at UNE. So you're a fresher. Yeah. 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 That was me last year. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, it's fun so far. And I've been here forever. <laughs> Yeah, this is my fifth year. Yeah. Transfer degrees. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, Don't recommend. (laughs) I'm stuck here forever. (laughs) It's not that bad. But yeah, so what are your reading tastes, Jodie? Well, at the moment, I'm really into the author Matthew Riley. Ooh. Yeah, and he really... Marie's like, yes. Uh, I've only read Contest by him, and I really enjoyed that. What's the other one by him? His first I know, I've heard of him. Uh... And then there was another one that I owned, but talking about my book collection today, so you'll hear more about that one. But uh, I think it's called Temple. Yeah. 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 What kind of genres and stuff do you like? So I'm mainly into, like, your yeah, action and adventure. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Which is why I mainly read Matthew Riley, because all of his books are action and adventure. And one of the books I do recommend is The Great Zoo of China. It has dragons in it. So that's nice. pretty cool. Just quickly looked it up and I realized where I know, know him from. There was my, my parents had like a book of his on the um, bookshelf and his name's in really big letters on it. But I never read the book. So, yes. Fair enough. Well, we're going to go to a break and we'll have some brand new book news. There's so many adaptations coming out. So stay yeah. tuned for that. Uh, we're doing like a master list this time, not just what's coming out soon. Yeah, like yeah, it's like for so. the year. Yeah. There's like ones coming out like in next month and then ones coming out, you know, December. There's lots for you to stay intrigued by. Um, yeah. But then Rhi's going to talk about her book collection. Yeah. And she has statistics and everything. Yeah. yeah. So I went through and did a massive unhaul of my books. So I have like the collection I'm going to keep, uh, what I'm not keeping and how that actually changes my uh, collection and like genres and everything that are on my shelves. Yes. And then we're going to give each other new reading challenges and Ri is going to talk about her previous reading challenge. Yeah, because I'm the only one who still hasn't done it. (laughs) It's fine. I read the book this morning, guys. (laughs) This morning. But anyway... Better late than never, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Better better then than 10 minutes before the show. No, while we were Ooh. introducing the show. That was dark days, yeah. guys. Dark days. Dark days. But we're better and more organised now, so. Yes. Well, 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 now that you've given me the deadline of Sunday before the show, usually. That doesn't even work for me, but it's good to have, like, an early Sunday. So then when you don't finish it on Sunday, it's you like you still bad. got Monday and you still got most of Tuesday. Yeah. But anyway. We'll go to a break and we'll be back after the song. You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM. Tune FM! Those 
Welcome back to Booked Out on 106.9 Tune FM. And we've got some anticipated adaptations that are coming out soon. So, we've got the book series Chaos Walking by Patrick Ness is getting a movie. Yep. So, based on the first one, The Knife of Never Letting Go, it's the first one of the series. So, it has um, Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley as the main two characters. Which is going to be great. Which, yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> I haven't read <laughs> that book series, so I saw the pitch and I was like, wait, is that... Is that... Is that Tom Holland? Mm. What? I'm sorry. Um, and the release date does not have one. It was supposed to be... It was announced to be release, released the 1st of March this year, but... That didn't happen. So we don't know. We're thinking maybe it's because Tom Holland is doing Marvel movies, Daisy Ridley is doing Star Wars movies, which yeah. are both under Disney. 
and so, they don't want to do and if they want to hype this movie up they're going to have to wait until next year when they can do a proper press tour and everything yeah because they're tied up with doing all that stuff yeah so they're finished filming though mm. so so they could be also waiting for that money to come in from infinity war to like spread it through everywhere to get all the mm. uh special effects that they need and stuff like that too yeah yeah and the next one, His Dark Materials, is getting another adaptation. But we all know how terrible the last one was, so we yep. ignore that and we're excited about this. <laughs> so His Dark yeah. Materials is getting a BBC like miniseries. Which um, I'm so happy about because BBC doing miniseries. Oh, BBC miniseries is great. Once they're done, they're done. You don't yeah. get any more and it's great. Sorry, I had it up before. It was a six or eight part. Yeah. I had it up before. Sorry, guys. But also, so it's got James McAvoy. Yep. It has Ruth Wilson, who I actually don't know who that is. Yep. Lin-Manuel Miranda. <gasps> yes, I know. Every, all the Hamilton fans, yeah. Or no, but he Lin-Manuel also... Lin-Manuel Miranda fans. Yeah. No, Come he, on. He, yeah, okay. he did that stuff. Like, he did <laughs> he um, Moana and that, too. Yeah. Um, and, and recently was on an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, he was? Yeah. Uh, last Friday's episode. I he haven't was seen a new episode. Santiago's uh, brother, wasn't he? Yeah. So he played David Santiago in that episode. Yeah. I was so happy with it. Anyway, that's I'm like, TV. Better not, not give books. me spoilers. <laughs> yeah. So. Because I've only seen like the first episode. Yeah. So who's next? Of season six. Um, then if anyone remembers Daphne Keene from Laura from Logan, the, the latest, the last oh, Wolverine movie. Okay. She was so good in that. Yeah. And so she's going to play, I'm not sure if it's Lyra or Lyra. Lyra. Lyra, the main character. So that's cool. We're excited for that. Where was the Yeah, I'll have to reread that one. Date? Also, this is, oh, sorry, the eight-part series will eventually air on BBC One in the UK and HBO on the United States, but no air date has been fixed yet. Yeah, that's So enough. 2019 is kind of like, they're just saying 2019. Um. But they finished filming it in December, so probably not like really soon, but maybe soon like enough. soon enough. Like if they finish filming, maybe like well, summer release over Northern Hemisphere, but like winter release maybe. And then Good Omens is coming to a TV series. It looks so good. I've seen it the does. trailer for it. I saw the trailer a few months ago. I don't know whenever the first the trailer came out. Yeah. So it's. Based on the book Good Omens, The Nice and Accurate Prophecies of Agnes Nutter Witch by Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman. Gaiman. Yeah. Um, it's a six-part series. It's a production, a co-production between Amazon Prime and BBC Two. Um, Once again, BBC coming through with a good adaptation. BBCs, especially their period, their miniseries period dramas are really good. Yeah. Um, North and South and Pride and Prejudice for the win. Yes. <laughs> this series is directed by Douglas McKinnon and written by Gaiman, who served as showrunner. So one of the co-authors of the books is like, you know, that's always good when they're... Yeah. But you've got David Tennant as the devil, the uh, demon Crowley. Yeah. And you've got Michael Sheen as the angel Aziraphale. Aziraphale, maybe? Aziraphale, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Um, and 
basically they're just trying to avoid the the apocalypse. They yeah, just want to stay in the world. For a Watch while the longer. trailer; it's really funny. Yeah. There's like that. We're not friends, but we are. Yeah, like we're not friends, but they're they're always like, the, oh, it's it's the just good great. guys. Like we're not friends, and the evil guys like, oh, we are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's lovely. Um, uh, David Tennant just being another villain for once. Oh and god, it's so good. Him and Jessica Jones was so good, so mm. creepy. And like gross, but so good. But at least in Good Omens, you get the charismatic evil character, not the I just, evil, evil character. I just love David Tennant. He's so good. And oh, then yeah. you've got Michael Sheen as well. Yeah. So, yes. Um, all six episodes of the serial are set to be released on May 31st, 2019 on Amazon Prime. So that's pretty soon. Yeah. Which is really cool. I might get a trial for Amazon Prime so I can watch it <laughs> and yeah. then delete the thing. Also, Michael <laughs> Michael McKean, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to look up, like, other familiar names. Benedict Cumberbatch is the voice of Satan. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. That's great. Nick Offerman, isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> oh, my God. They're just like, we don't like his face, so we'll just make him a voiceover. <laughs> <laughs> he did great a smile, right? Uh, <laughs> When I was a kid, I always read it as smog. I always thought it was smog. Yeah. And it was smog. <laughs> I was wrong. But next, we've got It by Stephen King. Part two. Chapter two coming out. Yeah. Ooh, Which, Jody, you look excited. Well, yeah, it's a horror movie. Yeah. Like, come on. I don't like horror movies, but I saw It and it was so good because it, it's like a coming of age movie. It's not just... We're doing this to scare people. Like, nah, it's it's good. Yeah. Um, but the cast I was pretty excited about. Where where is it? Sorry. Uh, we already know the cast because it's a sequel, though. No, no, it's no. it's. Oh set, yeah, that's right. That the adults um, now. Sorry. It's set twenty seven yeah. years later. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. Um, <laughs> Bill Skarsgård comes back as it slash Pennywise, obviously. Yeah. Um, James McAvoy plays Bill. He's coming back again. Cool. Yeah, yeah I was like James McAvoy, like all these people. Isn't it McAvoy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm terrible with the names. I make this mistake like every time. All all the authors I've tried to pronounce and butchered it. I'm sorry. We've got James McAvoy. There we go. As Bill, and then we've got Jess- Jessica Chastain as Beverly, Jay Ryan as Ben, Bill Harder Hater. As Richie, Isaiah Mustafa as Mike. Isaiah Mustafa, yeah. Yeah, I just said it weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> James Ransone as Eddie and Andy Bean as Stan. I just like that the old Spice guy is now in this movie. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, Isaiah Mustafa, he's the, he's the old Spice guy. Huh. He also plays Luke Galloway in the Shadowhunter series. Yeah. Doesn't know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think back to when I watched a few episodes. Yeah. Um, he's the, look uh, Look at your man. Look at your man. Now back at me. Now back at your man. Now back at me. That guy. Oh. And I'm just like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so It Chapter 2 is planned to be in theatres on the 6th of September, 2019. Mm-hmm. So that's a little ways off, but not too far. It's only three days after Dark Dawn by Jay Kristoff. I mean, that's a book, not an adaptation. Just thought I'd put it in there. <laughs> she is so excited about this. Yes. It's not funny. <laughs> I have the pre-order now, and it's a hardcover. 
It's the first time I've done it. I've the first time I've pre-ordered a hardcover of a book. It's it's scary. <laughs> I don't really like hardcovers. They're pretty, yeah, but they're heavy, and yeah, I don't like dusk jackets. I Same. find those annoying. Yeah. So I don't dislike hardcovers. I dislike dust jackets. Sorry. Fair enough. Um, Little Women is getting another movie. <laughs> but, but, Saoirse Ronan, Emma Watson, and Meryl Streep. Like, I'm sure the other people are great too. But those are the three that I know and love. Um, but I yeah, in- can't wait. <laughs> Interestingly enough, it's the eighth film adaptation of the 1868 novel. Sorry, Little Women by Louise uh, May Alcott, in case you didn't know who it was by. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's interesting, like the eighth film. But I think the last one was like 1989 or something. So, yeah, like the last movie's been like a while away. Um, but yeah, it's set to release on December, the 25th of December, 2019. So go there for Christmas. Woo. Yeah, if it comes out in Australia in time for Christmas. Yeah. Maybe. Um, Might be Boxing Day for Australia, considering the amount of Boxing Day releases that we yeah, get every year. Yeah. But yeah, Saoirse Ronan plays um, Joe, Emma Watson plays Meg, and Meryl Streep plays Aunt March. Um, and then there's like Florence Pugh, Eliza Scalin, Timothy Chalmet, um, James Norton... Or other good people too, um, but like Meryl Streep and Emma Watson in the same movie. I I have been wishing for this oh, and yeah. wanting this for so long. And Saoirse Ronan is so good at her job. Oh my god! Yeah, um, but now just a quick like things that are coming out. Won't talk about them too much though. Yeah, we've got the final season of Game of Thrones. In case anyone didn't know about that. Yep, our station manager Tanya is very excited. If she's listening. Uh, everyone's very <laughs> excited. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a Nancy Drew and the Hidden Staircase. There's going to be a film adata- adaptation. Yeah. I loved Nancy Drew when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, All the Bright Places by Jennifer Niven. Which is heartbreaking. Yeah. It is very. Supp- I haven't read it. I've wanted to, though. Yeah. But that's but getting a movie um, yeah. with Justin Smith and Dakota Fanning. Yeah. So that's so, going to be pretty good. Yeah. George Clooney is coming back to the small screen and he's doing he will star and direct in a tv series based on joseph heller's catch 22 and there'll be six episodes so haven't seen george clooney in anything for a while yeah wait wasn't he in a movie like four years ago though i don't know (laughs) still still Um, a while ago yeah um also if anyone liked to all the boys i've loved before um like the movie that went on Netflix. Yeah. I watched it and actually enjoyed it. I'm not yeah. saying it's great, but it was enjoyable. Yeah. It's getting a sequel, interestingly enough. Yeah. Uh, because the. Um, like the book the has book, a sequel. Yeah. yeah it's I know part that. Of the trilogy. But I'm kind of like, it doesn't seem like the kind of thing that needs a sequel. Uh, because. But because every, it's popular. Because everyone really reamed Twitter for it. It was a full-on hashtag. It was trending everywhere. Like, they yeah. wanted that sequel bad. Interesting. I've, yeah. I found the story quite wrapped up. But I yeah. didn't love it. I think some people were really into it. I just... It was fun. It was a nice, chill watch. Yeah. Um, the Watchmen, the DC Comics Watchmen, yeah. is getting a TV series by made by HBO. So that might be interesting. 
maybe. Um, but, yeah. yeah, for people that are into that. I don't know. I Apparently, the, movies, the last movie was really good, but I never watched it. Yeah. Um, Artemis Fowl by Owen Colfer is getting a movie, and I have mentioned this before, and I am not sure about it. Reservations. It's coming out August, so I'll probably go see it, and maybe I'll talk about it. Yeah. Maybe I'll read the book and do a like, book first movie. We know which one's going to win. <laughs> um, the Goldfinch by Donna Tartt is getting oh, really? a movie. Yeah. Um, cast includes Sarah Paulson, Nicole Kidman, Ansel Elgort, and Luke Wilson. Oh, okay. Um, you'll know Sarah Paulson from American Horror Story. She's really good in that. Um, I like Nicole Kidman. Ansel Elgort, if you remember The Fault Stars, because that <laughs> happened. <laughs> um, and Luke Wilson. Don't remember what he's from, but I know the name. Yeah. Um, that comes out October, so nice. might be interesting. Um, any Stephen King lovers, we've got Pet Cemetery coming out on, in April. So yeah, January, February, March, April. Yeah, next so month. Get April you're getting two up. Stephen King ad- adaptations this year, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you watch one, six months later you got another one. Yeah. Um, I've seen the trailer. I don't like horror movies. So I probably won't watch it, at least not in theatres, but it does look pretty good. Yeah. Um, the Rosie Project by Graeme Simpson. Simps- Graham Simpson. Um, not sure if it's going to be released this year, but maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's getting a movie. Um, what was the other one? Oh, The Turn of the Screw by Henry James. Now... I haven't heard of this, but titled the turn, t- the turning. The film will be produced by Steven Spielberg, who you know is great, and is loosely based on the supernatural horror novella *The Turn of the Screw* by Henry James. Um, cast will include child actors Finn Wolfhard and Brooklyn Prince. So maybe check that out. Like that looks kind of interesting. Yeah. And oh, oh, <laughs> I just love Colin Firth. So. The Secret Garden by Frances Hog- Hodgson Burnett is getting an adaptation. Colin Firth will be playing Archibald Crane. Julie Walters, who is also good, um, has has been cast as Mrs. Medlock. Nice. Um, the film is in post-production and expected to be released later in the year. So, I mean, Colin Firth, like, come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Call of the Wild by Jack London is getting a CGI animated film. Set for release in December. Um, talented voices of of Karen Gillum. Uh, Karen Gillan? Yeah, the, yeah. That's there's a picture of her, but then there's yeah. a spelling mistake. Well, Pretty sure it's meant to be Karen Gillan. Yeah, Harrison she's Rory from Doctor Who. She's Amy Rory's girlfriend slash wife. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, or. Yeah, Nebula from Infinity War. Yes, they spelled so it Gil- Gilm though, yep. but it's Gilm. Harrison Ford, Dan Stevens, who was the Beast in Beauty and the Beast. Yep. No introduction needed for Harrison Ford. Yep. And Wes Brown. Um, David Copperfield by Charles Dickens is getting a film and it'll be a modern retelling. Yes. Tilda Swinton's in it, so... Mm-hmm. Gwendolyn Christie. Who, nice. Who, yeah, she's um, Brie. Brienne? Brienne of Tarth, yeah. In um, Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. And she's good. Um, Hugh Laurie mm, and Dev Patel and Ben Whis- Wishaw. Nice. Um, and that's that for that. So hear anything you like, go check it out because some of those look really good. Yeah. So we're going to go back to a song now 
and we'll talk to you again after the break. You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM. Tune FM 106.9. Welcome back to Booked Out. You're listening to 106.9 Chin FM. And now Re has something to talk to you about. Yes. Okay. So I have a pretty decent book collection. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not massive. It's, 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 well, maybe some people think it's massive. For a uni student, it is a fair bit. I've yeah. got 103 books at the moment. That's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, I don't think so many. Yeah. I know, I just see it visually. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is only my hard copy collection. This does not include my ebooks or my audiobooks. On <laughs> yeah, and we that. know how many those are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
plenty. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, uh, and I decided to go through and unhaul so many of them. And I, it turns out that I'm getting rid of 38 of those books. Yeah, wow. I, I Marie Kondoed this this pile I uh, actually loved the netflix yeah. series so go watch it same uh, <laughs> although at one point it was after the point that i went through my sentimental items and cried forever <laughs> my first so for those of you out there i study teaching so i brought out my folder from my first prac with all of my lesson plans and everything and my comments from my uh prac teacher person I was bawling for 10 minutes. It was, Aww. it was, oh, uh, obviously I kept that one because that was my first like proper time teaching. Keep the stuff uh, that sparks joy. Exactly. Or is useful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so with um, this collection, I decided to go through and see like with genres how my book taste is. Mm. Uh, so... With the 103, without taking stuff out, obviously fantasy was my highest amount of books with 37 out of 103, which equates to 36% of oh, my But that's books. like, that's only a third. Yeah. For me, it'd be more, like, like yeah. more than half. And that's followed up by literature with 23 books and 22%. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I also had other genres like crime thriller, contemporary, sci-fi, action, non-fiction, and historical fiction. Yeah. Which, histori- historical fiction, I only have one book of that. Really? What is it? I'm nosy. <laughs> the Narrow Road to the Deep North by Richard Flanagan, the book that has been on my shelf for the longest. Is that the one that you still haven't read? Yep, and I bought it back in like 2000, 2013, 2014, I'm pretty sure. Back <laughs> when it won like the... Man Booker Prize, I think it is. I think so. Yeah, I think I, it was I, the Man I know, Booker you've Prize. you've told me about yeah. this. <laughs> so I was pretty impressed with, like, the diversity of books I have on my shelf, actually. That's good. Yeah. Uh, but now, after culling 38 books, uh, I did have, like, a maybe pile, but I think I'll get rid of them as well. Yeah. Uh, so my fantasy has gone up to 40% of my uh, overall collection so up by four percent which is great i love that yeah uh and then literature has gone up by five percent because i uh because i decided to keep a lot of my literature uh although six of them are anthologies so that's like poetry collections and um what else uh short story collections uh grimm's fairy tales and (gasps) stuff like that yeah, and there's an entire, and all most of the anthologies are one single author if it's not uh, fairy tales or something like that. Yeah. So I've got Gwen Harwood, John Keats, Robert Browning, I like Edgar Allan Poe, a couple of other people. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry if you're falling asleep right now because you're reminded of your English class. Uh, <laughs> we love literature. We all know this. Yes. Not in a bad way, though. Yeah. And I actually kept well i kept the narrow road to the deep north uh so i've kept all of my historical fiction are you gonna read that yes i will read it soon 
Okay. I promise. Okay. Okay. We uh, believe you. <laughs> she might read it one day. Give her a chance. If you want, if you ever read that, we are having a celebration. Yeah. And having like a special or something to be like, we finally read this book. Yeah. <laughs> like a no, there's cake. been there's been stuff on my bookshelf for years that I still have not read yet. Do you know one of them? That you can list off the top of your head um, now. Mrs. Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. By Ransom Riggs, yeah. Yes, I bought that 2016, beginning of 2017 maybe. <gasps> no, 2016. I unhauled that series last year, I actually. haven't read it yet. Yeah. Um, you saw how many books I had already started on hauling. <laughs> like, late last year I got rid of like 30 books or mm. something again. But I bought Throne of Glass... Most like all the series that was out at that time, which was like a couple of years ago now, yeah, because I was like, this seems like my thing, and everyone's like, talked about it. And I knew if I read the first book, I would want to read the next ones. I have not read it, and Reed doesn't like it, yeah, so I'm kind of like not wanting to read it because I've heard her opinion and recommendations. <laughs> and I'm like, mm. well, the first book is forgettable in mm. every sense of the word, and I see why people enjoy it, but at the same time, the first book is just in too small of a world with no expectation of it expanding. Yeah. Even though it does in the later books, from yeah. what I've heard. And it's also very, very YA, very angst, and also kind of not YA because of the explicit content that's in it as well Oof. and trying to be sold as YA. It's Oof. very problematic in that sense. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I'm also keeping all of my nonfiction books, mm. which are my YouTuber books. So, uh, Tanya Hennessy's uh, oh, Am yeah, I Doing This Right? Binge by Tyler Oakley, Note to Self by Connor Franta, and also A Working Progress by Connor Franta. Can you just steal your Connor Franta books? Because yes. I kind of want to read them. They are pretty. Yeah, I know. They're so pretty. I've stared at them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. But um, I actually, with how my collection is looking, I actually want to bring down how many fantasy books I have or have the percentage of fantasy books Okay, down. you know how the percentage goes down? You buy more books. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boo Books is having a... Is Boo Books still? Uh, Boo Books currently is going to open back up. Uh, it's already opened back up. Yeah. Because there were books at the moment yeah. at Boo Books until they run out of books. Yeah, because I went in there the other day. Didn't buy anything because I was kind of being quick. But yeah, go into Boo Books grab some real cheap books yeah i mean they're closing down and it's really sad but at the same time like cheap books yeah <laughs> uh and the reason why they're closing down isn't actually bad too it's actually because the owners are retiring and don't want to sell their baby to anybody else oh yeah oh that's sweet Aww. it's like bittersweet yeah. yeah it's like the end of an era but at the same time Boo Books number two, come at us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but also, um, not Reader's Companion. What's the one next to Woolies? Uh, Collins. Collins is selling to someone else. Oh, They're really? trying to sell the shop. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So if they can't sell to anyone, they'll probably close down. Oh, no. <sighs> I know. Oh, it, that's that's bad. That's, that's very bad. Uh, like, I hope they manage to sell it to someone because I don't want them to close down. Yeah. I, I hope they sell it to someone because the owner's also an old guy there too. Yeah. So it's been someone running that business for so long. Yeah. So they need a young person to come in who's mm. fresh out of uni most likely to get the 
uni perspective and sell their books well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I went there to be like, hey, are you hiring? And they're like, we're trying to sell. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah, so like the aim is just to make sure that my collection still diversifies further. Like, mm. I would love that. I'd like to get my crime fiction back up again because yeah. that's that's getting lesser and lesser <laughs> as it goes along. But uh, I think that's more because I found my niche with crime fiction with Michael Robotham mm. and I don't really like much else at the moment. Well, that's, like, that's fair. Yeah. You like what you like. Exactly. Oh, how are you going to organise it? Uh Usually how I organise my books is my TBR shelf, so all the books I haven't read uh, in alphabetical order and then the books I have read in alphabetical order. I cannot, I stress this to you guys over the airwaves, I cannot deal with rainbow shelves. I can't do it. I like all the, the looks books are just them. separate. I know. I like the look of them. They look yep. nice. But also Not series, practical. authors are split up. Mm-hmm. I'm like I I organize mine by like like books. Yeah. So this one's got dragons in it and it's a fantasy adventure. This one is fantasy adventure. Then this one is adventure and then like like it goes like that. Yeah. Um I tried have, to separate mine by uh genre as well. That didn't work. Also favorites. Mm. I'll like have the ones I like the most on the top shelf and then the ones on the bottom shelf. Yeah. I did that at some point as well, but then I realized how empty my shelves looked when I spread them all out, mm. which is why I like putting them all together. Oh, no. Th- yeah. They go all together as much fits. I don't, like, look think about what genre is this. I go, like, these feel like they are like each other. Fair enough. And then all my, like, you know, uh, you know, contemporary, like, modern day ones, like, they all go together. And then all of your art books go together. The yeah. conceptual artwork, the film ones. How many do I have now? I've got Art of Brave, How to Train Your Dragon, Tangled, Rise of the Guardians. Um, I think that's all the ones I actually have for art of. And then I've got like a couple other, like I've got the art of Loesch? Loish, I think I have that book, I think. Um, and then like an animation book (laughs) like you know i actually just realized with my calculations i'm off i unhauled some books from my shelves recently and put them out in the lounge room (laughs) i actually have 110 books the reason is i'm unhauling harry potter Ooh. yeah wait yeah wait fully unhauling all of my harry potter stuff except for like very specific things like you're giving away some of your Harry Potter stuff? Yes. <gasps> <laughs> not not the actual like, novels though. Yes. What? Yeah, I just can't stand seeing them on my shelves. I I have been so Blasphemy. disillusioned with the entire Wizarding World and its commercialism recently. Yeah. Uh, with how J.K. Rowling is just money grabbing every single chance she gets are you keeping your um illustrated versions no (gasps) 
I'm not even I'm not even keeping them. I am keeping specific pieces of memorabilia like my diadem from when we won. Oh yeah, the, that was great. Um, Harry Potter trivia <laughs> night. There's another <laughs> Harry Potter trivia night sometime soon. Oh yeah. Should we go and dominate again? Yes. Yes. Grab the Moaning Myrtles will be back. The Moaning Myrtles. <laughs> we're coming back and we will make them say that. Yeah. At the end to be like these people. Yes. Yes. I mean, if we, we don't, take win, it that's very fine. seriously as well. You say we don't take it. Very, we take it very seriously as well. As I'm saying, it's okay if we don't win. Yeah, <laughs> you say that at the start, but by the end, you're just like, I will be disappointed if we lose. Okay. I'll be disappointed, but like, but yeah, Jody, how do you feel about me getting rid of all of my Harry Potter stuff? Like, well, uh, um, the vast majority of it. If you're giving it away, well, <laughs> yeah, I was like, know. give me those illustrated like books. Like they're so pretty. <laughs> Yeah, because I have, like, the Creature Vault and the History of Magic I, stuff. Like, I have a collection. I feel bad. At, like, are you selling them or, like, just donating them? Donating or giving can them away. Can I come over <laughs> and be like, I want this <laughs> and I want this. Yeah, can, can I help out with that? Yeah, sure, why not? Like, I want them to go to homes where people will love them. I will probably steal the illustrated will. one. Those yeah. illustrated ones I will probably steal. <laughs> Yeah, like I've got a couple of friends already eyeing my box set because I've got the adult editions with the gold star box. Mm. Yeah, like... See, I already have like a very pretty set Yeah, that I got a couple, few years ago for Christmas and I love it, it's so pretty. Yeah, because like I, I feel so bad about getting rid of most of this stuff because they were given as gifts. Ever since, yeah. like, I was, like, 13, it was, oh, she likes Harry Potter. I'll get her something to do with Harry Potter. I am sick of it. I know. I hate it. I know. Uh, I just I just can't deal with it anymore. I, one, get sent, like, so many million Harry Potter things every single, like, I'm... It is a hyperbole when I say I get a million Harry Potter things tagged to me every single day, but... 95% of what I get tagged in on Facebook is Harry Potter related. And mm-hmm. very rarely it's something I haven't seen before. Though that last one, ooh, that was really funny. Yeah. Um, it was a whole post about how Harry comes to the conclusion that Severus Snape is in love with his Aunt Petunia. It is hilarious. Yeah. Google it and you will probably find it. Yeah. That is the, uh, like, that was the most unique one I had found. It was hilarious. So uh, actually, someone tagged me in it, I'm pretty sure. Um and just getting gifts and I've got a partner at the moment and everyone's like oh, family's asking me about weddings and everything already oh and, God. Like, and they're asking if it's going to be Harry Potter themed like, oh. <laughs> uh, like I did my 21st as Harry Potter themed that's all I wanted to do I'm done <laughs> like I'm getting to the point where I know Harry Potter I love Harry Potter but at the same time JK Rowling disgusts me uh, <laughs> the the Fantastic Beast movies disgust me. I can't deal with just being known as the Harry Potter person when I have such an expansive knowledge about novels outside of Harry Potter, and yeah. I don't feel bothered to reread the series when I have so many new things I can explore and love and treasure just as much as I explored and loved and treasured Harry Potter. Yeah. So yeah. 
Anything else no, about your, your your book collection? <laughs> yeah, <'Cause> I'm glad. <laughs> I am actually kind of glad that Emily's not here at the moment. Otherwise, she would be screaming at me, why are you letting everything go? Oh, yeah, in case you were wondering why Emily isn't here, she's sick. Yeah. We didn't even say that. <laughs> oh, yeah, three of the books I'm getting rid Sorry, of are Emily. also Julie Kagawa books too. <laughs> Emily's. <Yeah. laughs> Rolling in her bed and screaming. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. About that. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll go to a song and we'll come back in a minute. You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM.
and you're back to Booked Out on 106.9 Tune FM. And is going to talk about her reading challenge. Yes. Uh, before we go into, like, switching new reading challenges. Even yeah. Though Em's not here, she knows what hers is. Yeah. Uh, so I, I went with the fun route and the kind of breaking the rules, but definitely not, like, found a loophole. Uh, I decided to do Twelfth Night as my um, book with the challenge. Uh, read a book set in a place that you want to go to. And since Twelfth Night is set in Illyria, which is in modern day around Albania, around that region, I'm just like, yeah, that's fine enough. <laughs> and it's only two hours with the audiobook. I'm good. Any excuse for Shakespeare? Pretty much. But at the same time, I just wanted a short book that I could read quickly. No, that's that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. After, like, the last two weeks, I just have had no time. Yeah, like, with uni going back and everything. Yeah. <sighs> Who's behind after one week already? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm three weeks behind. <laughs> <laughs> it's only week two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. That's part of the joke. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, what do you think about it? Uh, so... I love it. I mean, I think it's awesome yeah, but you to love see like all Shakespeare. I do. I like, do you like Romeo and Juliet? No. <laughs> oh, I was waiting for you to say kind of and be like, see, she even kind of likes Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, I. Eh. Uh, yeah, but Romeo and Juliet is like overdone. I like my, I like my gory revenge story tragedies from Shakespeare more than anything yeah that's why Othello and Titus Andronicus are my favorites what's a what's a brief synopsis of Twelfth Night uh have you watched She's the Man yes it's the plot of that okay <laughs> uh so basically <laughs> so I'll go over it for those of you in the audience who don't know since I got a resounding nod from both of you two <laughs> uh so the story is set in Illyria and Viola and her brother Sebastian have a shipwreck and Viola lands on the shore and realises Sebastian's not there and she believes him to be dead. So she believes her and she's got the sea captain there beside her going, nah, mate, she dead. (laughs) (laughs) No, nah, mate, he dead. Mm. And Viola was like, okay, in that case... This is a strange land, strange people. I'm going to dress up as a guy and find the duke that's around this place and work for him until I can sort out my situation. Okay. So uh, Viola becomes uh, Cesario. And Wait, she doesn't go by Sebastian? No, she oh. doesn't go by Sebastian in this one. Uh, so she goes over to Orsino's castle and this is the duke and works for him for a bit. And then Orsino sends Cesario over to Olivia's house. And Olivia is the object of affection of Orsino, or, you know, Channing Tatum. (laughs) Duke. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, Duke. Exactly. Uh, Oh, that's why his name is Duke in the movie. And that's why the soccer team is Illyria as well. I haven't seen it in And why the spider's name is the name it is, uh, Malvolio, because it's the name of one of the characters in the story too. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Cool. <laughs> uh, so Cesario goes over to Olivia and goes, hey, Orsino has this message for you. And Olivia's like, 
what is it? Looking at Cesario and just waiting for Cesario to say it so then she can imagine it's Cesario saying it's her. She's immediately in love, <laughs> which is great. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's an adaptation with Helena Bonham Carter as Olivia and the two chicks almost kiss. It's great. <gasps> uh, <laughs> Uh, they really, really play off the attraction thing in this play as well. Uh, so Olivia's like, oh, thank you for the message. And Cesario's like, I have to go now. And Olivia's like, well, tell Orsino that I don't accept his love, but he can send you back at any time to try and convince me more. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. And then it just follows on with a whole heap of shenanigans until Sebastian is back from the dead and with someone called Antonio and, uh, like, travelling together, not, like, actually together. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because gay didn't happen back then. Uh, Shakespeare was so gay. (laughs) It was so gay. Oh, there's an entire paragraph from Malvolio talking to another servant about their wit. And if anybody knows anything about Shakespearean uh, slang, back then, wits meant a man's private parts. The amount of... So they were talking about their wits the entire time and how sharp it was and that it wasn't sharp at all. (laughs) Okay, but, like, when you read Shakespeare, the amount of jokes in it that are just male genitalia jokes yep. is hilarious. It's great. Uh, not to mention nothing was uh, slang for females' private parts. So the play Much Ado About Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just imagining Much Ado About insert other words. Yeah. We can say, like, we can say, what's it called? Scientific names. So it's Much Ado About Vagina. Okay, cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's not the word I was thinking of. This is why I'm a Shakespeare buff, because it's hilarious. (laughs) Just imagine much to do about cats. (laughs) (laughs) Take that how you will. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And also Romeo and Juliet talking about dying. They weren't talking about dying. They were talking about orgasming. (laughs) Yeah, because that was the slang term for that as well. That is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about this, Jody? Because your face right now is perfect, and I love it. Uh, the face of someone realizing, oh, Shakespeare was funny. <laughs> and I was talking about this in high school. How do my how do my teachers let me learn about this? It's it's seriously what teachers use to get through everything. They get through an entire term of just watching these kids talk about yeah. wit and uh, the theme of death in in Shakespeare's plays, but we know it means something else. It's yeah. Great. Well, uh, but yeah, <laughs> there goes my innocence. <laughs> <laughs> we've got. I love that. We've got reading challenges for each other to stop talking about. Um, <clears throat> but <laughs> yeah. But yeah, basically, Twelfth Night, it just, uh, shenanigans ensue, uh, Viola and Sebastian turn out to be, uh, like, it, it turns out exactly like the end of She's the Man. Uh, yeah, you just go watch She's the Man. <laughs> yeah, it's a wonderful adaptation, and perfectly, like, uh, adapted for a modern audience as well. Cool. Even though it's a little bit cringier, but, like, who cares? Uh, so, it's, it's teenage. <laughs> reading challenges. Yes, um... M's not here, but her reading challenge for Re was 
to read a book that was published in her birth year. Yeah. So in in Ree's birth year. So in 1996. Yes. And it's great because books that were released that year include A Game of Thrones (laughs) and Perfect for the new season. Exactly. So I think I'm going to go with A Game of Thrones just because I've never read it. It's an excuse to read it. My reading challenge for Emily was to read 10 minutes a day because she's very busy with work and everything. So <laughs> just, just read 10 minutes a day. It's yeah, so good. Exactly. And your challenge. Ooh, I don't Ooh. actually know. Read a book in a genre that you never read. Like, so that's like you, everything, though. <laughs> so <laughs> that just means no fantasy, no contemporary. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let me do that. And that just makes you explore reading a little bit more. So cool. explore another genre. You can borrow from my collection if you want. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all but uh, 67% of it. <laughs> so uh, 33% of my library you can look at. And then anything that's on my phone, really. So, Jody, do you want a reading challenge? Sure, might as well. Okay. Um, don't, I'm going to think one. Yeah. <laughs> can you think of one? Okay, so just give me a little recap of what you read again. So very action-y, any fantasy, anything Uh, like that? I do read a bit of fantasy here and there. Yep. What are your biggest turn-offs with reading? Ooh. So genres that you will not touch just because they're that genre. I'm not too sure, actually. Okay. Ooh, uh, what is your reading speed? Medium. Medium, okay. I want you to read a book that's between 350 and 360 pages long. Wow, um, 10 pages Oh, yeah. It is very specific. Uh, actually, I might do 350 and 375 in between that, just to give you a little bit more leg room. But you've got a month to do that, and I think you can do it. Yeah, you're yeah. one of the team now. Yeah, sweet. But yeah, um, is anyone after us? I always forget. Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Probably real, should finish up soon. Real quick, I'll do the new releases coming out. Yeah. Okay, we've got The Bird King by G. Willow Wilson. It has four, oh, sorry, 3.84 rating on Goodreads. Um, sorry, I will not read the synopsis because we are running out of time. But then there's Wild Country, which is part of a series. I think it's the second one by Anne Bishop. And Gingerbread by, it's loading, Helen Oyuyumi. Oyuyumi? Oyuyumi? I don't know, something like that. This one actually does look interesting because it's like influenced by those classic children's stories and how Gingerbread is in lots of different children's stories and folks folktales so those are some three books to go have a look at they've either been released in the past week or they're being released in the next few days but yeah we have to go yeah (laughs) but thank you for tuning in to 106.9 tune fm you've been listening to booked out and have a great evening see you guys bye bye